Hello and welcome. We are here today live with Mr. Jeff Myers from Jeff Myers Realty of Remax Professionals. We know him from the Sauntry Mansion, downtown Stillwater. Thanks for coming today, Jeff. You bet. We also have, I need a new word for you, Mr. Sandell. <laughs> well, think of something good. <laughs> Instead of wingman, what are we going to use? I don't know. We'll think about that. Let's Business get our partner. Let's get our, our get a better focus, looking younger brother. Focus group going on that. Everyone thinks Steve's younger than me, but he's actually older than me. And you like guess, Jeff. <laughs> you should oh, see Jeff's face wow. right now. <laughs> All right. But I, three years? Something like Something that. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on, on to Jeff. On to Jeff. On to Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Our distinguished guest here, yeah, Jeff. So you're down in the Sauntry Mansion now, which is a beautiful sort of turn-of-the-century mansion built by a lumber baron here in Stillwater, the birthplace of Minnesota. <laughs> Everyone wants to know, is it haunted? You know, I spent a lot of late nights there when we were remodeling when we first bought the place. Yeah. And uh, I will have to say that I felt nothing but good vibes. Good vibes. So yeah, it could be vibes. haunted, but it might be Casper the Friendly Ghost. You know, I mean... Nothing that, uh, no bad vibes. It was really nice, actually. I mean, when I say late nights, I'd be there till midnight some nights. Oh, really? wow. There was a lot of wallpaper to remove. Oh, okay. Oh, you were doing your painting yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and that's when ghosts typically, typically come out at night. <laughs> is, is that right? You know, I, I'm not into <laughs> We don't the, know. Uh, yeah. I, I believe more in cross drafts than ghosts opening and shutting doors, but... Uh, okay. Yeah, that probably makes <laughs> but, more sense. you know, by all means, there's got to be an afterlife, so... When uh, Jeff mentioned wallpaper, I forgot to mention Jeff is obviously a distinguished realtor locally and across the state, but he also owns a painting business. Yeah. Yep. Tell our listeners about your uh, painting business and how that came to be and... Um, but in the real estate. Yeah, absolutely. So my father used to paint 37 apartment complexes throughout the Twin Cities. Kind of got a feel for what painting was then, but it was more, you know, quick turns, white on white kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Nothing nothing like residential painting can be or commercial painting can be. And uh, so, yeah, and I was bartender for a little while and uh, thought I needed some... uh, (laughs) <laughs> something new <laughs> yeah. and uh, and so 2008 is when I started my painting company and you know I had some friends and family that helped me out got me my first couple jobs and it just the Ooh. snowball effect you know referral after referral so uh, staying up till midnight doing wallpaper is nothing compared to coming home at four in the morning after bartending oh <laughs> yeah. yeah oh yeah well, very different yeah. very different the, the different kind of freaks come out at midnight with oh, your bartender boy. Right? Yeah, yeah that's you talk about some ghosts yeah, yeah. lights on nobody home yeah. you know yeah uh, we should do a separate episode uh, <laughs> uh, it's a ghost stories with Jeff Myers instead uh, <laughs> of realtor conversations yeah yeah I got to ask, how common is it for uh, maybe a seller you're representing or a buyer for them need your painting services? I'm sure that's a yeah. common yeah. thing um, or no? Is it not a... It's not as common as you would think. It's a low percentage, okay. actually. You know, a lot of times, they might even go with a, a different company. One, you know, we might be booked out for a few months, mm-hmm. so we're not able to get them in. And so, you know, I just, I, I help advise them on finding a painting company and making sure that they're doing things properly. But it, it's not as common as you would think because they do go hand in hand, obviously, improving your home and being able to sell and buy real estate. But mm-hmm. it does happen, you know, certain situations and stuff like that. But not as common as you would think. You know, I think it's worth noting. <laughs> we were talking <laughs> offline before this, and we were just comparing a quote from Jeff for a painting job, we won't say for who or where, but it was 
about a third the price of yeah. somewhere else Clearly, that we were looking at. I am not charging enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, so so uh, yeah. Jeff's still yeah. charging those 2008 videos. prices. Right, but, yeah. right. No, I, um, but uh, yeah, no, look look at Jeff for that if you have painting needs. But, it is, uh, it's different how much the market has changed, though. You know, We just did a, a bedroom, yeah. mm-hmm. like you were talking, we had a fill. So just a, a day job, and this is for a past client, refers out a lot of people to us. But I had uh, Sherwin-Williams test drive one of their new products, and the gallon of paint at retail is like 80-something dollars a gallon. Yikes. Yeah. You know, I mean, that is yeah, back in the... Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. How much yeah. did you just... Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I mean, we can get paint as cheap. Oil-based. Like, like gas prices, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, is that... Okay. I thought maybe this was a, a lead hybrid or something like no, that that you, you were trying out. No, an hybrid. No. no not like, I mean, I, you know, it's an advanced formula. But at the end of the day, I mean, I told my rep, you know, this stuff better apply itself for yeah. $80 a gallon, you right. know? So inflation has definitely hit with materials. Yeah. And houses. And houses. And houses, yeah. I was looking at a a market summary the other day, and it says house prices have come down a little bit since interest rates have gone up. However, they're still up year over year. So this appreciation that we've unprecedented appreciation, say that five times. Yeah, unprecedented appreciation. (laughs) That we had sort of through COVID and then after is still sort of lingering around. So there's still some some opportunity for people to gain equity if they're looking to sell. But there are still some good buying opportunities out there, too. Is that what you're seeing out there? <laughs> yeah, that's a loaded question. <laughs> you know, I mean, every market's different, every scenario, every transaction's a little different. But, I, you know, it, things are cooling down in the aspect of, yeah, agents who rub their magic eight ball and list a house for 20% over what it's actually valued at are starting to come to a reality that selling mm-hmm. real estate's not exactly what it's... People see the fruit from the tree, but don't realize that it takes a lot more than just listen to home. So I, the values, I think we're still going to see appreciation. I don't, with inventory as low as it is, I don't, unless if we see interest rates spike over 8%, mm-hmm. I, I think we'll still see that appreciation. We're not going to see what you had said, unprecedented, you know, where we're seeing values 20% over list price. But I believe that we're going to see homes still appreciate 1% to 6%. Right. In certain markets, especially if you're improving the home, mm-hmm. um, the demand for homes are still certainly there. But and it's coming back to like an affordability, like a realization too. You know, like people that thought that they could afford a half a million dollar home are now looking back at that three hundred plus thousand dollar home, and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, live below your means kind of thing, and. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think we're going to see appreciation still happen. In my opinion, just based off of numbers, if you go back to the Great Recession from 2008, that housing recession, when mm-hmm. kind of mortgage-backed loans, they're kind of using them as securities. Mm-hmm. And I, it's a little different now, lending tightened up a little bit more yep. and versus having 30,000 homes for sale in the Twin Cities area. We have 70-something hundred homes for sale. So that inventory is so low that I just I don't see a drop-off happening. No, yeah, supply and demand for sure. Right, that's a good point. Yeah, we're uh, we're still really low on the supply. So, well, I suppose now it's a good time to list your house, then, right? If uh, you're looking to list, call call Jeff and Jeff brought up interest rates, and yeah. interest rates have actually dropped recently. You know, we're in the low sixes today. If you did a thirty year, yeah, know, which is good. A lot of people are doing the buy downs if it's possible. If the seller can pay them, um, it's not ideal for everyone and anyone, but. 
we did one at three nine nine yesterday. For oh, really? Year one. Okay. Year two was four nine nine, and can't guarantee your rates are going to drop, but theoretically they probably will to a more in that four and a half to five and a half range. There'll be a chance for them to not that we want people to come back and refinance, but instead of get sticking with a five nine nine year three, there'll probably be a chance to hopefully get lower. But yeah, um, I mean. Buy where it makes sense and invest. You know, buy where you want to live and invest where it makes sense. Right. Right. Say that again. <laughs> buy <laughs> for our listeners. Yeah. Out there. Buy where you want to live and right. invest where it makes sense. You know, Agreed. my first home that I purchased was on a seven point five arm. You know. Oh and, yeah, uh, seven one arm. Yeah. But I improved the home and sold that and made like an eighty thousand dollar profit. So Ooh. I mean, there's still opportunity out there, and we're like again, we're so low, especially on five hundred and under. Um, five hundred thousand and under right now. That there's a it's a great opportunity for not only sellers to capture some of the capital that they mm-hmm. have, but their biggest fear is obviously getting out of their comfort zone, moving mm-hmm. somewhere new. I think they hold interest rates as a as a captive to like an excuse not to do something. But at the end of the day, they want something right. new, but they're just scared of change. And right. let's face it, moving sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you use Jeff Myers, <laughs> I can I can help. I wish we had video to show you, Jess. He's all uh, suited up, suited up, looking sharp today. Had a listing appointment. He said, "Video, will you come back for video in 2023?" Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you guys can have that over at the Santry, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the concept. When we go to the Santry, we always see Deanne and we always see Jeff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, always working. Sonia and Justin. Yeah, yeah, always working. You're a family man. I forgot to ask about your family. Yeah, you have yeah. a lovely wife and. Recently two married, two married. little babies, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just stepped into fatherhood. Still feels like a new day every day. <laughs> yeah. You look very well rested yeah. for being the, the father. I got my five hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, you don't sleep, Jeff was telling me yeah. last time. not bed at nine, up working by about three thirty four, and that's, it's the quiet time, you know. It's either I'm time. working or working out just before the kids get up and then. All right. the attention goes straight to them. Yeah. Now, is, is that clock, that sleep cycle because of a military background? Or is that your siblings you're telling me about? That, so my wife is oh, military yes. and my yep, and my sister-in-law. So she's actually deployed right now in Kuwait. Oh, jeez. Wow. So, yep, your wife is in the military too? She still is. She's oh. active as well. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And some family members, obviously. World Wars and uh, yeah. old retired Sergeant Major. Oh, jeez. Trained wow. snake eaters back in the day. And yeah. Wow. So, do you help a lot of veterans out with uh, buying and I selling? I have a few each year. Yep, work with VAs. I have a way of being able to help. I know there's a lot of misconceptions behind VA loans. It's a great product, just like FHA loans are great products. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of agents out there that tend to try to steer their sellers away from those, but not in a maybe that's a little broad, but. You know, people have fear of like maybe peeling paint or something like that or mm. missing outlet cover. I mean, there's ways of being able to mitigate it and get in front of it before you have an appraisal. Call your paint guy. Right, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True story. Oh, call your paint guy. Well, that's, that's good. That's a good point. You need a, you need a realtor who can identify those kind of issues that may or may not come up if they're if you're looking to use VA financing or something like that and Jeff obviously can do that and say you do have peeling paint what better agent to use than the guy who's a <laughs> professional right. painter that's right right and Jeff also has history with the you know spec homes and lot and acquisition and mm-hmm. investment properties investment yeah. properties yeah so I have a few investors that call each year just to we got some cash we need 
capture a fixed asset. What do you got for us? And obviously, Rematch Professionals is a full-service brokerage, so we offer that as well. So if you don't want to be hands-on, we can charge 8% of the gross income from that property, and you don't have to do anything besides collect a check. We'll find the property for you that's producing some income for you and charge 8% of that gross net off of the rent and wow yeah. well you guys will will manage, manage the whole property and everything. you will yourself for the sauntry the sauntry the, really? the foxes yeah oh, oh that's that. fantastic yeah. so Steve goes and buys a rental property yep closes on it you'll find the renter manage everything. it everything. and it costs 8% yep gross you take care of if someone has to be evicted, you show up and you uh, flex your muscles. Question. We'll skip that. <laughs> okay, okay, I see, I see. Uh-huh. Skip that. Part two of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, part two. How about the here and now? Like, what are you seeing in the market today? Like, what's the biggest challenge for yeah. people right now? Where am I going to live? Okay. Right. The what? biggest challenge is just that the fear, right? It's it's always been there, and I guess it's still there. But I think a lot of people. You know, the shift that we're seeing, at least in this market, is it's starting to become more stable. So we're starting to see home sales go around 100% or right, or right on, you know, not 105 or 110%. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, it's more stable. We're starting to see sellers help out a little bit with concessions, starting to see some contributions, you know, towards buyer closing costs and stuff becoming a little bit more popular. And, and people being able to work if there's some improvements that may need to be done to the home. Or before we were in a pool of multiple buyers and I had to have conversations of I believe the home's only going to appraise for this price and in order to actually win this bid you're going to have to probably sign up on an appraisal gap and, mm-hmm, and right. cover the spread of the difference between the, the sale price and the appraisal price you mm-hmm. know yeah. but yeah. having that transparency always made it easy for me to sit face to face with them and they would know what they were getting into and if all options were on the table they got to make an educated decision on what they'd like to do moving forward yeah, but. yeah. That transparency really helps with uh, clients being comfortable. Even if it's bad news, they just give it to them and let them know. Let them digest it. And Remember back in the day when we used to close like with buyers and sellers. Oh yeah, I can't Same tell table. you how many tables I've sat at where the seller is like, "What is my what? I didn't know I was getting charged for the. It's <laughs> a net sheet, man. You don't. Uh, we offer yeah. clients accounting. That's part of your fiduciary duties, but yeah." yeah. Being transparent and trying to help as much as possible with analytics is yeah. like something that we pride ourselves on. That's, I mean, obviously for most people, this is the biggest investment they're going to make. So being able mm-hmm. to have options on the table and know what you're bringing to the table. That's why good lenders like you guys being able to provide certain. Say that again. I didn't hear loan, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, just loan estimates and just, I mean, being, like you said, transparent. Yeah, you know, people. Out. But yeah, the uh, the biggest shift we're seeing right now is just more stability. It's not we're not running into as many multiple offers. Homes are sitting on the market longer. And for most people, again, it just I think it comes back to fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. So Feds meet next week, right? I mm-hmm. think uh, we saw interest rates go down because a bunch of them were being bought, basically, right? Mortgages get sold as basically mm-hmm. like bonds, and yep. um, we had a lot of investors buying them up, you know, at that higher percentage, and which obviously drives on the price and so now feds will meet next week and we'll see what happens and for printing money for two years I don't think we're doing too bad and uh, we do need to pay for it somehow and that's raising interest rates so at least that's going to help with it yeah I think it'll all all kind of come out in the wash and uh, all the experts we listen to 
are saying that rates should really come down by second quarter of next year and that'll really energize the market. So, you know, maybe you want to get in and do something quick here before you have too much competition in the spring. I don't know. What do you think? You're the expert. Well, I mean, I'd say we're the expert, right? <laughs> yeah. We're all kind of seeing the same thing come around, but I, I would agree with you. You know, the people that I'm talking to right now, I, um, Last year, I predicted that we'd have 7% interest rates. You were right. And we got seven and a quarter. And I've, I've been talking about it since the beginning of this year that I thought that quarter two of 2023 is going to be a good time to buy. From mm-hmm. now, right now, until quarter two is going to be a good time to buy. Mm-hmm. And we're now touching point on mm-hmm. on that. My wife thinks I'm a madman, but... That's for different reasons. You know, yeah, it's <laughs> so true. But, you know, I, I mean... Stuff like that gets me excited, and you're starting to see it come around. And mm-hmm. I think quarter three will be a, a buying frenzy because they're going to lower the rates again, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have all those buyers come back in, and we'll see multiple offers and, and stuff like that. Right. So, so get in before your neighbor does. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, right now we're still, you know, you guys are talking about the buy down program. There's a lot of big builders right now offering incentives, Mm -hmm. you know, below, you know, if you're using their title, their their mortgage, I mean, they're offering 4.9% interest, stuff like that. We were at 399 yesterday to buy them. Oh, by the way. Is that that in Rosemount? (laughs) (laughs) But you're right. The new construction is really, uh, it's turned almost 180 degrees. I mean, you were paying a premium for everything a year ago, and now you can get some really good deals on that stuff. Right. Yeah, well, they couldn't keep up with the demand, and now, and still, we're still, we have labor shortages. So, I think we lost a lot of trades to healthier markets, Mm. uh, maybe. I don't know if that's really the term for it, but uh, markets that were paying more. Mm. You know, you drop a $300,000 house in a, like a Denver market, Mm. sells for $600 over there, Mm. you know, so. um, Yeah, it's crazy. Denver's crazy. So yeah, I think a lot of the trades, I did a 52 home development in Cottage Grove and they were predicting six to seven month build and that ended up being like 12 to 14 months. Oh jeez. Oh. You know, so yeah. But that's, that's going done. on right now? No, that's finished, that's all complete. All done, yeah. all done. Yeah. Well, time flies when you're having fun. Huh? <laughs> we come back for a second yeah. episode? Yeah, it wasn't too painful, was it? The no, sequel. No. The, the sequel, sequel. Yeah. yeah, the sequel. If clients want to get a hold of you to help them buy or sell their home, how would they get a hold of you? You can reach me, phone 651-428-9314. The number again, 651-428-9314. Otherwise, Jeff at professionals.net. You can always Google me. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Careful what you wish for, asking people to Google you, right? You never know what'll pop up. On Facebook and Instagram, I update usually daily. You'll see work progress of different job sites that we're at. and tips and mortgage rates as you guys are sending me mortgage rates and that's right yeah updates awesome. and DIY projects all that good stuff <laughs> very cool I was gonna ask can I ask my question now my I had an anecdotal question we were talking about where uh, Jeff used to bartend and funny enough Many it, was, ago. it was a place where I used to go to everyone <laughs> at Gators in the Mall of America what was the most requested <laughs> drink at Gators oh my goodness oh, there was a shot 
there. Uh, Can I guess what it was? Yeah. <laughs> was it the kamikaze? It was the kamikaze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spent a yeah. We may have met in a previous life. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't touch one of those with a ten foot pole at my age. No. But yeah. That, that was the shot. Yeah. yeah. You don't ever hear anybody ordering those anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah. Kamikazes. No, we no. used to make those. Like yeah. Uh, I don't even know what's in them. Out. I don't even know what's in them, but they taste good. <laughs> yeah. Just watermelons. It's funny. After you drink a couple of those, you become an excellent dancer. <laughs> Did you know that? Oh, you know, alcohol has an effect. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, good Give, stuff. Good stuff. Sorry to interrupt. Give Jeff a call. You won't be disappointed. And thanks for coming, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Cheers, guys.